Redden It Back is presented to you by the Honolulu Star Advertiser and Hawaiian Telecom. Welcome to Redden It Back. I'm here with Chad Owens, Ryan Kilmaka, and today we are talking to former professional soccer player who played in the MLS for 12 years, Ryan Chang. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me, everybody. The first Hawaiian, yeah? The first yeah. Hawaiian. Selected. I think the only. The only. <laughs> B, are you the only? No, what? To play in MLS or on the national team? The ML, the oh, ML. both. Both. Like, or one or the, the other. In the MLS, there's been a few guys. A guy, Zach Scott, went to college at Gonzaga with out of uh, Maui. He played oh, for okay. uh, the Sounders for a while. And then, yeah. um, as far as the national team, Bobby Wood grew up in Hawaii. Um, and then he moved away when he was young. But he, he, and he's been playing in Germany for a while. And I think he just came back to the States. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So a few of us. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, first of all, congratulations, man. An unbelievable career. Uh, you know, I, you. I I did it on the football side. Well, I guess I got to say American football. Uh, it, for, for, for professional in the soccer, I keep saying soccer. Is, do you guys say football? No, soccer. Soccer is soccer. in the States, right? You go out of, outside the States, then it's football. Yeah, football. Yeah. Oh, football. Okay. Football. Okay. Football. <laughs> football. <laughs> <laughs> anyway man congratulations on an amazing uh soccer career uh, did you uh did you guys by any chance play uh, toronto fc while in the yeah. mls they were in the league when i was there so yeah we ended up playing them um pretty cool little stadium great great environment up there uh loved traveling up there uh we actually had one of the, the guys uh his name's dane du rosario uh was from toronto what? and uh was one of uh German. I was know. one of our best players uh and actually was i think he won the mvp in the league one year so, uh, so wait hold on wow. you playing with you played with Dwayne? you guys were on the same team yeah yeah, yeah. oh man he, he's a toronto <laughs> legend <laughs> he is definitely a legend up there he just came out with a book yeah so um i'm looking forward to reading that yeah man i, I played in toronto for a number of years in, in the cfl yeah. and uh was the field was it was it bmo was it still bmo yeah. field when you guys wow yeah. But they, they put some renovations in there, uh, I think over the past, yeah, probably five, 10 years, right? Yeah. Um, that and made it uh, even bigger and better. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, got reconfigured to accommodate the football team as well. So it's, uh, it's cool, man. It's cool. So um, <laughs> Fun city. Yeah, it's beautiful. Toronto's, <laughs> yeah. Toronto's blessed. Ryan, Have you've been, been there. Yeah, I love it out there. Visit you all the time. His, his, his um, poster was always, the billboard was just, Boom, Chad Owens. Really? <laughs> yeah, wow. I'll be riding a bike. I'll be riding a bike. I'm like, yo, that's my brother. <laughs> yeah, Key, I had a billboard. Your, your boy made wow. it. Wow. Your boy made it. Even on the arena, right? On the arena, you was, you was on the arena. No, it wasn't that big. It wasn't that big. Just no? just on the bus stops. Well, billboards. <laughs> it was the bus stops. Like, just eight by tens on the bus stops. <laughs> no, but um, Brian, where are you at currently? Where do you reside? No, I live in Houston. You know, I retired here. And then uh, when I retired, uh, you know, I thought I wanted to run a team one day. And we just started the women's professional soccer team here called the Houston Dash. And so as soon as I retired, I jumped in being the general manager of that. Wow. Uh, and trying to <clears throat> kind of start that uh, in the NWSL. 
<clears throat> and uh, so that was a challenge and interesting experience. And then, uh, you know, so I did that for a number of years. And then, you know, just personally, I didn't really want to run a team. <laughs> I found that out, you know, and so wow. I kind of moved on from that. No, that's interesting. I want to stick with this subject, bro, because I, I see, you know, it's sort of a trend, right? A lot of former players in all sports become coaches, head coaches, eventually GMs, and 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 sometimes, you know, owners. They get ownership of of teams. What was it about it that you realized that you didn't you didn't like or it wasn't for you? You know, when you're a player, you always kind of uh, I mean, you don't really think about what's next a lot of times, right? And, you know, I was fortunate enough to play long enough that, you know, the last few years I kind of knew I was going to be retiring. So I was like, oh, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? I want to stay in sports. I don't want to coach uh, because, you know, I've, I've seen, you know, good coaches come and go just because, you know, a few bad injuries, this or that, you know, you know one or two things goes wrong. You know, so there wasn't a lot of stability in that. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe front office side. You know, I enjoy the business side of things. Um, I want to try to, uh, you know, kind of reduce that, that, that stress and that risk. But, you know, for me, I think it, it came down to a number of things, you know, I, I kind of, I got married right after I had a kid, you know, so I, I wanted to spend a lot of time, my priorities changed, right? Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to spend the majority of my time with my son. Uh, I wanted to be around a lot. And if, you know, you weren't going to pay me millions of dollars where I could, you know, folk, you know, take, I'm taking that time away from him now that I could recoup it later on, you know, where I could just, you know, not have to work because I made enough money. But, um, you know, so it was just kind of one of those things. It's like, I, I don't want to kill myself and not make a ton of money. Right. And so, uh, you know, in the mean, while I was doing that, I was still trying to figure out other things. And so, you know, I started a bar. In, B, in, in, hey, in hold Houston on, B. Well. Sorry, yeah. to, sorry to cut you off here, but, you know, I want to continue that conversation, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to hear more about um, that story. Running It Back is brought to you by the Honolulu Star Advertiser, bringing you what matters. Viewers can receive full digital access for $9.95 with code AHIGHTHING. Hawaiian Telecom. Fiber power your TV and internet by calling 808-643-0900 or check availability at hawaiiantel.com. We are back here with Brian. We were just talking about his son and i think we want to know a little bit more about your family no? yeah of course um yeah so i got married um right out after you know i uh, retired and then uh had a five-year-old son his name's chase uh love it <laughs> it's, it's, you know your priorities change when you, when, Does when he you play have soccer kids too? um you know what he started to play uh when he was three and then just totally like went to baseball and I was like, don't do that. You know? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was still like, yeah, you know what, whatever, you know? So I was like, you know, throwing the ball all the time, got him to be a switch hitter. Oh, nice. Um, That's good. He's That's pretty good. athletic. He's pretty athletic, um, thankfully. And then, um, you know, and then now he just started like within the past like three, four months, started to get back into soccer. And so, you know, dribbling the soccer ball everywhere. Um, oh, nice, nice, you know, he was nice. doing Ninja Warrior too, so I try to experience, you know, try to try to let him do everything. Wait, hold on, hold on, time on, time on, time on, time on, time on. Five years old, Ninja Warrior. Is there a kid show? Yeah. I mean, he watches it, right? But and oh. then I take him to like a bunch of Ninja Warrior gyms around town. Uh, oh, and then man, we need. Do we the, have a Ninja Warrior here? No. My cousin. <laughs> no, the, a gym. gym. Oh, I was like, my cousin was on the actual show, American Ninja Warrior, but I think we do. 
do we have a gym that's yeah, there's, I think catered there's a to, just to that? Look, I don't that know. show is unreal. Yes. Hey, man, a- any which way he can make it. And, and trust me, B, I can relate. I have a son who's just graduated high school now, though. He's 18. Okay. And, you know, I was like, okay, he's going to be a football player. He's, and he ended up playing football. Uh, but he also played baseball and all sports and just staying athletic. But now, you know, he chose to go with baseball, you know, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, they didn't have their senior year here. So they played baseball and that's what he's going to be pursuing. But I feel you on like the, you know, the same sport <laughs> as dad kind of deal, you know. But well, for me, it was more like, what can I help him the most out at, right? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't care. When it comes to a money thing, I'll be like, baseball. <laughs> the dirty uh, contracts, yeah. long contracts. You can play forever, go how, for How it, is know? the contracts with but, soccer, though? Uh, they're getting better, right? They're getting I mean, better? It's not, I mean, it depends where you are, too, right? If you're in Europe, you know, playing for some big clubs, they're pretty similar to the sports here. But, um, you know, uh, in the MLS, it, I mean, from when I first started, right, back in... I think my first contract was in 2001, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, 24000 a year. Uh, and then there were guys, like, because they were, you know, the league was starting out, uh, you know, eventually like one owner owned five teams. This guy, um, Philip Anschutz, you know, if it wasn't for him, you know, we own five teams when there are only 10 teams. But, you know, now the sport's blowing up. And, you know, it, it, just like everything else, it just takes time. And, you know, guys are making, you know, millions of dollars now, uh, certain players uh, in, in the MLS. So... Um, it, it, it's getting there, you know, but I think, you know, for me, like when, I, when we were going through there, you know, the top guys were making three, four hundred thousand dollars uh, a year, wow. which is, wow. which is, which is a good salary, but you know, not, nothing compared to, you know, the four, you know, the other major sports. Yeah. And, and B, I want to stay on this, this topic, because I think <laughs> a lot of the kids, a lot of youngsters, they're, they're wanting to know more about money earlier now. I, I, I just feel that way. They're, these kids are like money hungry and, you know, you talked about now the top tier players are making in the millions. What's the base? What's the minimum in MLS that that they're, that they're making right now? You know, <clears throat> to be honest, I I haven't kept up. You know, I would imagine it's around seventy to a hundred. You know, and the average is probably this is all me guessing. I mean, yeah. it's probably you know I could probably Google it real quick, but uh, I would imagine the average player is probably around two hundred. You know, something like that. Maybe. That sounds about right. Sounds about right, man. And I, I feel the same way in the CFL. Like, you know, CFL, NFL, it's Completely big different. difference, man. <laughs> A few more zeros in the NFL. <laughs> you know, on the top tier player in the CFL, the quarterback, he's making seven hundred thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's good money. But that's that's just kind of like whatever, right? In the NFL and the lower tier guys, they're making. Sixty thousand dollars, but 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 this is Canadian, so so you convert that to U.S. and then after taxes and then convert it. It's not as much. It's not. It's not that yeah. much. So you know you out there, and I get it, bro. I heard you t- say twenty four thousand dollars. I get it, man. It's all love and passion. <laughs> but we're gonna talk more about that when we get back. We're gonna take another quick break. We're here, Brian Ching. Running It Back is brought to you by the Department of Health. Visit Hawaii Opioid to learn about opioids, safe medication storage, and how to prevent an overdose. To access substance use treatment services, call Hawaii Cares at 1-800-753-6879. Izzy Tows It, providing towing services island-wide. Visit towingserviceoahu.com. 
All right, so we're back here with Brian. And Brian, I just have a question for you. What was the vibe like playing in the US compared to Europe or as opposed to Europe? Mm. Depends, you know. I mean, it's it's gotten so much better over the years. When I first, you know, got into the league, it, we're, you know, one of our games was in uh, with the Broncos, where the Broncos played my high stadium. Mm. And we probably had about 5,000 fans in that stadium. So could you imagine? There's there's like no atmosphere, you know. Wow. It's, it's this big stadium and you're just playing these games there. And then, you know, you take that, you look at now, uh, you look at like the Atlantas, the Seattle's, yeah. and you're getting like those European type feel. Of course. Uh, where everybody's chanting. Yes, you know, nonstop. It's going back and forth, pounding the drums. Uh, it's really cool, you know, and it's just yeah. kind of seeing the evolution of it and, and it grow. And, you know, I think for me, one of the, yeah. the best experiences as far as playing wise was going down to Mexico City and playing in Azteca. You wow. know, 100,000 screaming. Mexican fans, and they all hate you, uh, <laughs> for sure. And, you know, like, we score a goal, they're throwing stuff. You know, I was in the, uh, on, the ble uh, in the, on the bench one time, and we scored a goal, and then, like, just so beer cans and wow. things just hitting the back of our... And they don't get thrown uh, out of the game? No, nothing. I mean, you look at the it's corner kicks, yeah. like, the, they have guards holding, you know, shields over our player who's taking a corner kick uh, the entire time. They, they whistle. You couldn't hear a single thing during our national anthem because they're, like, whistling and cheering and things like that. So, it was, I mean, it was quite the experience. Wow. Yeah, it must have been but fun, I mean, though, just to be, like, it's, it's pretty awesome. Bro, 5,000 fans, 100,000 fans, I don't care where I'm playing. You can throw whatever you want at me. I, I, I'm, I'm in that. You know what I mean? I'm loving that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Brian, I got to ask, man, mm -hmm. back, you know, I don't want to make you sound like back in the day, but when you played, was the whole like scoring a goal, ripping the shirt off, sliding on the knee, was that a thing then yet? It's, it's always been a thing. It's always been a thing. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's a soccer that's thing. Sorry. You know what it is? It's, it's so hard to score a goal, you know, in, in a yeah. game. And you can see that, right? So, yeah. you know, when guys do score goals, they, you know, it, it's special. Yeah, a lot of damn. times. Imagine so, if we could just rip our pants. I feel like I'm always at the end of the right after scoring a touchdown. <laughs> that would take too long. But anyway, that would that, that, have been cool. <laughs> so did no, you, did, did you get to experience that? You know, my son already does it. My son already gives oh. it. Or he's like, yeah, you know, it's pretty Aww. funny. <laughs> That's cute. Love it, man. So A lot of running, though. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm always at the edge of my seat when you see the ball and you're like, oh, they just got it all the way to hey, that man. side. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> a, lot, it's a lot of back and forth. Back. Hey, Brian, I played soccer. Yeah. That was the very yeah. first sport that I played growing right. up. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a great foundation for, for athletes. Mm -hmm. The footwork, oh, the, footwork yeah. the coordination, the communication. To be, see, I think people misunderstand communication in soccer. It's like basketball, right? It's like the, the <laughs> triangle. Is that, am I correct? Ryan, there's sort of like that triangle. You always want to be, you know, you want to yeah. have, you know, Depend you want to be in that triangle mm -hmm. set. Yeah. I mean, there, you know, a lot of people don't understand. There's formations and, mm -hmm. and structure within the game a lot of times. And some of the best coaches can kind of teach that and coach that, um, you know, and, you know, that I think that separates, you know, some of the better teams that, that, they, that they have coaches that can kind of get their vision across and, and things like that. So it's not, you know, it is a free-flowing game, but, you know, there is structure within within the game. That's that's the best part, I think, uh, sometimes, right, when those when those individual players can razzle-dazzle and, you know, uh, you know, put on a show. Yeah, man. 
So we're going to take this question to take this running it back. So we have, we're called running the back. So running it back moment. Um, so give us that moment where it was that aha moment or, some, or that moment back in time where it kind of defined you and made you. Um, so just take us back to that moment or experience. Um. <laughs> anytime. It might be the so birth no, of the no, son no, no. or anything. Okay. okay. Yeah, take it back. Okay, we'll take it back to when I was about five to seven. And this is something Ooh, like nice. I, I, I took self-help classes, um, you know, within the past maybe like five, six years where I really mm -hmm. learned a lot about where my drive came and, and where um, what made me successful in a lot of ways. And uh, one of my moments was in, in childhood. And, it, and what, what, what it taught me was um, basically there's these things that happen to you in childhood that shape your shape you for the rest of your life. And totally. I was able to go back and figure out my one moment was we're carving pumpkins with my two brothers, older brother, younger brother. The younger brother was probably like three, couldn't carve a pumpkin. My older brother was old enough. like. So he was probably like eight or nine. So he carved a good pumpkin. I I was old enough just to kind of be able to do it. So I carved this ugly pumpkin. And then my, my little brother had help from my mom, right? And so we take a picture at the end and we're all looking at the pumpkins. And I was like, oh, this is not good. You know, so I start crying. I was all pissed off. Nobody helped me. You know, it was a competition thing with my brothers. And, you know, in that moment, I told myself, oh, you know, I'm not good enough. Right? And then I said, um, subconsciously, well, you know what, I'm going to show you, I'm going to be better than you guys. And, you know, I go into every moment where I constantly not feel like I'm good enough. And my response to that is to go out and work hard to prove that I am better or just as good and that I belong. And so, you know, when hey, I B, took that moment. B, I want you ahead. to hold that thought because I do want you to expand on this. We're going to take a quick break. I want to hear more about. Yes your moment, man, because this is big. This is what our, our viewers need to hear. So we'll be right back. Running It Back is brought to you by Aloha Termite and Pest Control, your local and leading pest and termite control solution in the state, always providing you superior service with Aloha. Okay, so we were just talking about Brian's Running It Back moment. And can we just talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, so you know, in that moment, um, I really told myself, you, you're not good enough. And then, you know, I also told myself, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to show that I am. And so, you know, I can see those moments play out in pretty much every aspect of my life. And I, and what I was learned, you know, about myself or through this course is that, you know, that moment, regardless of what the facts were in that moment, is how I perceived that moment. And that I'm going to be stuck with those feelings for the rest of my life. So I see that over and over in my life where I don't feel good enough. So I go into a new situation, I would go to a new team and I would not feel good enough. Right. And so what I would do is I'd go and I'd work my hardest. So I became one of the best. And so I felt like I belonged and I was there and I, you know, it was good. And then, you know, the next moment. So just like every, every level I went up. Right. So I went from, you know, high school to college and, I, you know, got there, wasn't the best, really felt like insecure, didn't want, and so I worked hard, worked hard, worked hard, became one of the best. Same thing, went to the pros, didn't feel good. My first year was a, was a disaster. You know, I told myself, you know, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, and then, you know, got back to working hard, doing that, and then just every 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 step I got, and, you know, what I learned in that, that class that I took, was called Landmark Worldwide, but it took me back and says that you're always going to feel this way, right? So even when I got out, 
and I was, you know, the GM for the women, I was like, sure, I'm not good enough, right? So I'm like, oh, I got to work hard, 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 hard. And then my priorities changed. So I realized, okay, that's not what I want. So I moved on to something else, right? And, you know, started a bar, you know, now I'm a financial advisor. And I still have those feelings, right? Yeah. I still have those feelings, even though I, you know, I, I, I am good enough and I am, but I, it all goes back to how I perceived you know that one moment when I was a kid, which is which is crazy, right? Nice. But that's what's driven me my entire life. And thankfully, I, I said something good, like I'm gonna prove, you know, I'm gonna yeah. show you yeah. instead of saying like, oh, the world's against me. Yeah, and then, you know, and then mm. then that's your reaction over and over, and then and then you know what I mean. You can go in a negative direction with that. Totally, bro. Wow. That's heavy. That is deep. And, and as I'm listening to you, bro, I'm literally this is what I see, and, and you know, you're carving a pumpkin, and and. You are still carving this pumpkin, B, right? Because this pumpkin <laughs> is you. Mm -hmm. And as you go through life, you, you're never satisfied. So, yeah, you, you say you're not good enough, but that's really yourself telling you, bro, no, you're not. You, you got to get better. It's not that you weren't good enough. You got to, you're never satisfied. You never get complacent. And I got to continue to carve this mm -hmm. pumpkin. And that's what I get from that. And that's the way I think we should all go about each day, man, continue to carve out a little more of this pumpkin because it's like a piece of art. We are a piece of art, mm -hmm. right? And art can never be done. Like you could always touch it up. You can always add more. And for you be, it's this pumpkin. And I love that it's, it came from your childhood and you're continuing to carve out your pumpkin throughout your entire life, man. I, that's, that is unbelievable. Brian, look, uh, we're going to wrap this this part of the show this part of this 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 interview brother but stick around because we have the extended version on youtube and i want to dive deeper into you know what you learned about on this course and i want to hear more about what you're doing now so uh for those that are watching go to our youtube page to see the extended version of this interview with brian chain yeah you, see you there. <laughs> Welcome to our extended version on YouTube. We just finished a great conversation conversation with Brian and we're going, con going to continue it here. <laughs> wow, I can't even speak because I just want to know more. Yeah, because it's blue eyes. Huh? It's green eyes back here. It's dazzling. Hey, blushing. <laughs> hey. Oh my gosh. No, well, but going back to the, um, what is it? What was it called? Landmark. The, the landmark, yes. The landmark. course that he took to discover, you know, where <laughs> certain things come from and why we are the way we are today i'm just so interested yeah. in it yeah so you talked about one thing but you said it's one thing but it's three so what's well the they what they do is they kind of just break down uh people right and we all they, they say we all are basically the same and we act the same way but the way you react is different so what they do is they try to lead you to self-discovery Right. They don't tell you the answers. You have to mm. figure them out. You have mm -hmm. to do some self-respection. So they have a series of like weekends. So, you know, a three weekend course. The first one's about where you mess up in relationships and going back Shoot. and comparing those relationships. Shoot. And then the second one's more about the things that I was talking about, learning about, uh, you know, those moments in your life and how they impacted you mm -hmm. moving forward. And then how you repeat the same things over and over in life until you can actually figure out where they actually come from. Right. Then you have power over it. But if you don't know where they come from, they have power over you. And anyway, so it's it, it's a great course. You know, I love it. They try to get, you know, try to get you to and all your friends to do it. 
Um, yeah. Because because it's you know it's kind of like a in a way you have to retrain your the way you think and yes. uh, they want the people around you to to think that way so they're kind of pushy and and getting you to do the courses but you know I I I, I found tremendous benefit out of them and you know they really kind of helped me um, you know learn where I was going wrong in relationships in the past and and then you know take responsibility for that and then you know awesome. you can see it helps you see where other people get stuck in life as well. And I think that's great that you're very, you know, open, open about it too, about you know, this, you know, because, you because know, men don't share feelings often, you know, and I admire that. Yeah. I admire when, you know, people are open because everyone has a story. And so, uh, and that's the thing, right? Yeah. I mean, when you look around, uh, I, I'm probably going to soapbox here, but you, hate comes from not knowing somebody, right? When you, mm. most people are good people, right? And when mm -hmm. you really take the time to get to know them, you can't hate them. <laughs> right you, mm -hmm. you can't hate somebody that you know don't know really. yeah i mean in a lot of ways right uh you know so and that was one of the things that i you know the course helped me see where other people are stuck in life and then you know you do that and you're like okay well they're kind of stuck in their life whatever you know you move on and then you know you don't hate them you just i wouldn't say feel sorry for them but you can feel see compassion where, about where they're coming from yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. perspective man it's it's all it's so, all it's all about perspective and yeah, I think that's big, bro. I, I think, I think athletes need to be more vulnerable, especially male athletes, to be more vulnerable to show, hey man, drop the ego a little bit. You know, what I mean, lower the pride because it's easy to be prideful as a male athlete because you you feel as if you, especially a successful one, because you you were on this pedestal mm -hmm. and you feel like, hey, I can't I can't look soft. You got an image. I can't to look. Yeah, I got an image to yeah, sort of yeah. upkeep. Mm -hmm. I can't. I can't speak out. I can't cry, or I can't. I can't have mental health issues. Mm. I can't go to a, a, this class to better myself. What is that? It's not a man thing. That's not an yeah. all-star thing to do. Yeah. But Keanu, you hit it on the head. Like people, male and female, mm -hmm. need to do more of that. Vulnerable speaking out, mm -hmm. sharing these stories because B, like that's that's something that's super special. That's to me, that's the real pandemic is mental oh, health. Oh my goodness! Right? That's that's sort of being overlooked so, through this and bro you, you you're inspiring a lot of people right yeah. now brian so what kind of led me down that path to go do that it's like when you retire chad you know it's, mm. it's transition tough, mm. right because you only know one life mm -hmm. and it's it's a bit of a privileged life you know um and then when that's done you know you have to adjust and get used to what the real world is right so one of the things is like i I have tons of friends, great, great friends. Mm -hmm. But my, my, my thought of a good friend was somebody I get to see every day. I talk to every day. I travel country with every, you know, every week. And as soon as that's done, right. I still have, you still have friendships, but it's your, your idea of that friendship is different. So I felt like literally for like three, four years, I was like, I don't have any close friends. Cause you're with you know, your, you know, your boys. And, and it was, it was tough. Right. Yeah. And then you have a kid too, on top of that. And that throws in a whole different mix, right? Your, your whole different dynamic with, you know, um, you know your partner and, and everything like that. So, you know, it was just this a, a tough period. And then I got thrown into a new job and I wasn't really given a ton of direction on it either, right? So, you know, at first I was seeing a psychologist, like, what's going on? They're like, no, yeah. this is normal. What you're going through is normal. And that's, I, I needed that. Somebody to say, this is normal yeah. for, for, for athletes and then, they're like, you know, for most people that have done something their entire life uh, and then retire, right? It's, it's this, this, this change that you have to kind of 
and nobody prepares you for that as an athlete. Yeah. So no. it was, it was, it was tough. And I thought I was ready to retire, you know, and I thought it was okay, you know, I'm ready, but you know, well, physically, like a ton of bricks physically, <laughs> right? Being physically, <laughs> yeah, well, physically yeah. towards the end, we, we were like, ah, yeah, my body's just not responding the same. And you think, yeah, physically can do, but you don't realize mentally, the mental, you're not, you're not ready mentally. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. You're not, I don't think anyone's ready, really, until ready. it happens. Yeah, right? until it happens. Stat, Chad still wants to play. Still <laughs> wants to play. <laughs> I still can, bro. Really. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, I think we're going to transition here being yeah. to something. I think, Ryan, is, is it your turn? Oh, no. Oh, so, like, business. I'm into business, entrepreneurship. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, what are you into right now? I heard you at the end of that... Um, you said he was into uh, that the bar, bar yeah. that bar yeah. business. Yeah, so, I, into. so I started a, uh, a bar. You know, I just uh, I invested while I was um, still playing. I had invested in like a nightclub with some buddies, and then Ooh. you know, I just I just thought this. Uh, you know, there was a need for it right next mm. to the stadium. So I found uh, a twenty-five thousand square foot building that was literally right across the street from the stadium that's been empty for eight or nine years. Negotiated a lease partner with some guys that were in the industry and we created this 25,000 square foot uh, sports bar called Pitch 25. There's a little soccer field in there. What? Cut the roof off on part of the go building. To so it's like a outdoor enclosed courtyard and, um, you know, launched that and, you know, right before the World Cup in 2018 and, um, you know, it was super, you know, thankfully it was super successful and, and, and still is, you know, we awesome. struggled a little Franchise? bit Franchise year, it? Bro, I've got a pretty good marketing eye, but bro, what a name. Pitch 25. That's just, that sounds fun. Yeah. Speaking of so, fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, 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 it's Wait, time. we need to go. We need to go visit. For Ryan Kilmaka's Rapid, rapid. Response Question. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's, it's going to be like quick questions. Um, Ryan's got okay. some questions, bro. It's, First thing that fun. comes to mind. First thing that comes to mind. Let's get to a little, you know, know you a little bit more, you know? Here we go. Okay. Okay. Let's go with, uh, here we go. This is more like, this is more like, uh, I'm going to do both. Okay, here we go. Barcelona or Madrid? Barcelona. Ooh. <laughs> Aloha Shoyu or Kiko Man? Oh, Aloha. Yes, sir. Bodyboarding or surfing? Mm. I wanted to be a professional surfer. My dad was a beach boy in Waikiki, man. Oh, so oh that's 100%. a nice fun fact. Chad, Chad, your dad was a beach boy. Yeah, he's a, he was might, a beach boy. He, he might, they might know each other. Uncle Bruce. Uncle Bruce. <laughs> chest day or leg day? Oh, you know what working uh, on. You know, what you, what you prefer? <laughs> chest, I guess. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, same here. <laughs> here we go. Um, here we go. Country music or reggae? Uh, reggae. Ooh, here we go. Um, Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme? <laughs> Krispy Kreme. Yes, the original, <laughs> please. Okay, we got a few more. Matsumoto's or Wyola Shave Ice? Oh, Matsumoto's. I used to no, go there no, all the time. Okay, how yeah. North Shore, North Shore. My boys work there and everything. <laughs> okay, Pretty Woman or Runaway Bride? Uh, pretty Woman. Got you. Okay, last okay. one. Messi or Pele? Messi. Ooh, really? Yeah, because he's doing what he's doing in this day and age. I which guess is so. Exponentially huh? more difficult, I would imagine. Than back uh, in the day. Than back in the day, yeah. The, the, the talent. Right, I mean, Pele was great. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I can't really compare, but I think any current athlete 
nowadays is just more physically and you know just got you the, the conditions are better to be become just a better athlete maybe mentally you know that you know obviously i think mental is a different side but as far as like physicality and things like that oh yeah i mean they're just i mean these, these yeah, you guys, can't compete yeah, yeah they're getting, they're so getting much, bigger much stronger faster yeah. it's yeah. it's supplements crazy technology yeah. machines just everything the, the sports on science you know sports science is crazy anyway eating that was my side too yeah you know healthy <laughs> recovery Something. you know no one really thought about recovery back in the day now it's all recovery mm-hmm. before it was just work out work out work out work out work out get big Ask yeah what yeah what was your regimen like um when <laughs> when <laughs> you were changed play- yeah. yeah 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 i guess uh, uh, when, like, when you played and then yeah. what is it now like you know when, funny, as yeah, an athlete and now when i was was, that, was high school one of my schools Sophomore year, five More. feet, hundred pounds. Five feet, hundred pounds. Five feet, hundred pounds. Sophomore year, I, I, I feel the same then. way. I feel the I same did, way. I, I was, I was, I ran cross country, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I wasn't, I wasn't extremely fast. But then, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hit puberty then, late. But you know, five two. Then, then I, <laughs> I think it was like five eleven when I high school. What? When I graduated yeah, high school, five eleven. Nice. About one fifty, and then. In college, I just put on a lot of weight. Like, uh, you know, I was like lifting twice a day, trying to do, trying to get bigger. In hindsight, like, like in hindsight, I would never have done any of that, right? Like, if, in hindsight, like even if I was telling my son, I would be like, "Don't run cross country," <laughs> because what you need is fast switch muscles to be quick, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's yeah. the biggest thing. You can run forever, and like, yes, that helps, but you you don't, you don't want to develop those slow switch muscles when you're. You know, you when need you that young. quickness and things yeah. like that. So, you know, I, I didn't know a lot, you know, and, and it wasn't until I really got to the pro that I started having, uh, you know, better coaching or, or even on the, the weight, weight strength and conditioning side of things. Because, mm-hmm. you know, back then, you know, when I was going through college, soccer still wasn't a big thing. So, you know, you're, you're still training. They're trying to train you for all the other sports, whereas, you know, it wasn't really right for, 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 soccer. for a soccer player, mm-hmm. I thought, in a lot of ways. As athletes, man, lots of ups, lots of downs. But at the end of it, man, I, I personally wouldn't change a thing throughout my path, throughout my journey. Uh, do you have anything that you'd, you'd change or – I know Drake said it. He wouldn't change a thing. He'd just go back and, and do it twice and relive it. Now, is there anything you'd change uh, throughout your, your, your path, your journey? I, I don't I don't think there's anything I would change. There's some advice I would like to give myself. What is that? What is that? What's that uh, piece of, of advice? Tons of different things, you know. It would have been, you know, take this course earlier, learn more about yourself earlier. Mm. <laughs> See, that's what I'm going to do. That, uh, on business side of things, you know, I would have been doing more business things outside of the sports. Um, Capitalize on Investments it. and things like that. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, just the knowledge that I have now, obviously, you know, Almost everybody would go back and say, "Oh yeah, I wish I had that knowledge." Invest in Apple, then. invest in Bitcoin. But as far as like <laughs> the choices I made at the time, um, you know, in those moments, would I changed any of them? Not really. No, you know, make mistakes. Obviously, first person to ever get fined for tweeting in MLS. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Got to put that on my resume. So. Wow, <laughs> bro. Fun fact. I wish we. Yeah, we have to get you back on because yeah. that's a whole story. In what itself. did you tweet? We can talk about that. <laughs> what did you tweet? Like, yeah, really quick. I, I wasn't even at the game. I was watching my team play because I was with the national team, and they 
the linesman called a goal against us when it wasn't a goal. So I was like, oh, the ref cheated us. Like, BS, right? So they're like, the well, you can't huge. really call him a cheater, right? Because <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> so you just said, I disagree. So they just kind of slapped me on the wrist and uh, fine, got dude. a little bit of a fine. But <laughs> got a bunch of followers, apparently. Ah, <laughs> Controversy. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's what's up. And speaking of which, uh, Brian, like, where can people get a hold of you? Where can they follow you? What's the best way? Uh, yeah, I'm not that active that much anymore. But uh, Brian Kikala on Instagram and then uh, Brian Ching on Twitter. Okay, there you go. You guys say follow, follow the boy, man. Hawaiian legend yes. out there doing big things in Houston. Pitch 25. If you guys are ever in Houston, you got to check it out. Yeah. I know I want to go check yeah, it out. Yeah, we have to go. That sounds like fun. Uh, Looking forward to talk to you. Again. Yeah. Brian, man, thank you so much, brother, for joining us here on Running It Back. Uh, good luck with everything. Uh, enjoy the family, man. Uh, you know, you haven't retired. You just pivoted and now you're just doing different things. So congratulations yeah. on that. And yeah, thanks again, brother. And appreciate all Thank of you for joining us here <laughs> on the Running It Back podcast. Running It Back was presented to you by the Honolulu Star Advertiser and Hawaiian Telecom.